For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Panthers, cons, and cons. Can I tell you the, the evolution of this segment? So this segment is, I mean, cons and cons is a simple, easy to digest idea that we've been doing all year. What are you most confident in? What are you most concerned about? You can put almost anything into the cons and cons kind of machine and pop it out the other side, right? Mm-hmm. What are you most confident in about this team, this player? What are you most concerned about? The origin of it was we started it for the Panthers, and it was a fun preseason thing. Yeah. Right? It was I'm confident in the, the secondary. I'm confident in Bryce Young being uh, mature and pro-ready. I'm confident in Frank Reich being the veteran voice and maybe not being the highest ceiling but having a high floor. Like, we had all of – Boy, we're we wrong. Yeah, we, we were wrong, but also, like, cons and cons has gotten so much more difficult. It's a, it, We could find 100 concerns. Only 100? <laughs> you have to get, like, the, the what do they call the, the sifter, like you're mining for gold? You know, yeah, the, the, know the pan about. with the grate on the bottom? Mm-hmm. And you got to take that out to find the confidences. you got to sort through a lot of dirt to find, like, oh, look, we got six flecks of gold here. Uh, how excited are we? confidence is not easy so panthers cons and cons what are you most confident in what are you most concerned about as always when you have good news and bad news what do you want first you go bad news dennis what are you most concerned about for the panthers this is my concern not just for this week but for this franchise as a whole everyone's in it for themselves yeah and because i think what we looking back on the reports that we saw in the athletic from Diana Rossini and Joseph person about the quote unquote hunger games mentality in the, where everyone's finger pointing, everyone's out for themselves is that everyone is looking in, around and seeing, especially even from coaching staff, front office. And we, my guess is probably players too, is you see everything around you is just bad. Mm-hmm. And I'll go strictly for the coaches for, for this, for this example, as opposed to coaching it out of them and coaching them the right way and working out the problems on the field by how you coach and how you prep and, and self-evaluating, we, we they quickly went to the, well, Frank's not doing this and they're not doing that. Well, I want to do this and they're not doing it. Well, I think we should be doing this. Everyone's going to the finger pointing out for themselves as opposed to actually doing what's best for the team and actually doing your job as a coach, which is, Correct the mistakes. Coach it out of them. Do the right things as a coach as opposed to just backdoor politicking. And unfortunately, I think that's going to happen on the field because DJ Chark needs a new contract, right? Mm. Chuba Hubbard is in the final year of his rookie contract, if I remember correctly. Brian Burns needs a contract extension. A lot of people are looking for their next job probably somewhere else. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my major concern is that the guys that are going to be here next year and even the year after, they're, they're going to be the ones that suffer through it. I mean, it's a good point. And, and you know, we talked about this when that article in The Athletic by, by Joe Person came out. 
uh, as well as Diana Rossini, which is it didn't feel like there were many people trying to solve problems. There were just people trying to distance themselves from the problem. Exactly. And and that's not where you want it, right? That's not where you want it at all. And we've talked with multiple NFL players on, on this team that have said everyone's always kind of playing for their next job. And, and, you know, when you don't have the playoffs as the carrot to dangle in front of them, it becomes very audition-like for the rest of the year. You're either auditioning to keep your job, auditioning. I mean, it could be something as even if, like, if you're Jonathan Mingo, okay, you might say, oh, at least he's someone that's in it for the team because he's a rookie and he's got X amount of years left on his contract and he can't go anywhere and he doesn't have that power. Well, what you know what he's auditioning for? He's auditioning for the Panthers not drafting a wide receiver with the 33rd overall pick next year, mm -hmm. right? He's auditioning for, no, let me develop into the number one guy, uh, which, you know, he's auditioning for his place in the future of the Panthers, not just that he is in the future of the Panthers because he is for the next two or three years at least. He's auditioning for what role he's asked to play in the future of the Panthers. So there's, there's a lot of auditioning going on. Uh, my concern, speaking of you brought up DJ Chark, I brought up Jonathan Mingo, wide receivers bailing out Bryce. I was on the uh, the Adam Gold show earlier, which airs before this one every single day, and he brought up maybe the most, if you, if you are on Panthers Twitter, first of all, congratulations for making it out. Not everybody does. Bless your hearts. Uh, <laughs> if you're on Panthers Cheers. Twitter, you've seen the, the ball that DJ Chark dropped on the right sideline right where it was a little underthrown and he came back to the ball and he had both hands on it and most are saying DJ Chark should make it and Adam asked me he said like is that a like is that a ball that that he should catch and I and I my answer was not if you're DJ Chark <laughs> which is which is mean to DJ Chark but it's also the role like you're being asked to do something that is not your thing right uh if and I can't help but go back to when did Jalen Hurts explode? When did uh, Josh Allen explode? When did Tua Tungo-Vailoa explode? Well, Jalen Hurts exploded when he got A.J. Brown. Josh Allen exploded when he got Stephon Diggs. Tua Tungo-Vailoa exploded when he got Tyreek Hill. Because there is an element of bail me out, right? I'm going to throw a jump ball here on fourth and two, and it's going to be down the right sideline, and you're going to be covered, but the guy's head's not going to be looking, so he's not going to get a – like a true swat away breakup. I need you to make the catch. Bryce doesn't have that guy. And until you do, and he also doesn't have anyone getting crazy separation, right? And he doesn't have a play caller that's running circles around any defensive coordinators. So, you know, has guys streaking open downfield. If he's trusting DJ Chark to be the guy who it's like, hey, you're not, you're not open, but I'm going to throw it to you anyway. That's not where you want to be, right? And, and that's where... Maybe he'll be discouraged from throwing those. Mm -hmm. And I don't want him to be discouraged from throwing those. I just want him to have someone better to th throw them to. So the wide receiver playmaking is my concern. Now for the uplifting. Now for the, the confidence, the yes. optimistic. Dennis, what are you confident in when it comes to the, uh, the Carolina Panthers? This is the healthiest the defense has been since week one. Really? Yeah, because you got to think, last, last week we were finally got to see – Von Bell, so I think it's Bell and Xavier Woods have been dealing with injuries and stuff as well. But Bell, Horn, Woods, Jackson, Chin, Luvu, Brown, uh, Brian Burns, Itro Gross Matos, like all these guys. I know, I know Shaq Thompson's not there, and I know they're still missing a couple other guys like Sean Williams. Yeah, like, like some of them, you just have to like Shaq is out. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's some things like that. But yeah. this is the healthiest the defense has been all season. 
I don't know what that means. I was going to say, does that make you more confident? Or does that make you... Now there's know. no they, excuses for when they, they, they were super healthy last week and they still gave up 75% of a touchdown percentage in the red zone, which is one of the worst in the NFL. So I don't know, but at least they're healthy and we can actually maybe see the unit, what it could have been. My confidence. And again, I had to sift through some things to get here. So like, you might have to close one eye and squint with the other to see it. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young, the runner. Okay. He, first of all, Rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, first-time starters, I don't discourage them from running, okay? Because some are terrified of it. Some, if a quarterback tucks it and runs, some evaluators are like, oh, this is the end of the world. He's, uh, it's a crutch. He's not going to develop. I say, if you can run and be effective and protect yourself, do it. And then, you know, try to try to work the passing game as well as you can. But it's not that easy, right? It's not like, oh, you don't want me to run? Fine. I will uh, I'll sit in the pocket and dissect the opposing team with the greatest of ease. I didn't realize that's what you were looking for. A lot of times it's, you know, any port in the storm. Whatever you can do to gain yards, do it. As long as you can do a few things. Actually pick up yards mm-hmm. and protect yourself. Bryce did that last week. He had a couple really nice runs. Made guys miss got down and got out of bounds when he couldn't make the guys miss. So if if he can do that, if he can simply pick and choose his moments but be effective as a runner, I think that greatly helps his development because it's like, all right, you know, that might have been a throwaway. That might have been an incomplete pass. Instead, it's a gain of seven, and you got out of bounds. That helps your completion percentage. That helps uh, keep the defense honest. That helps your total yards. That helps all of these these – it's relatively turnover uh, risk low, low risk, because, right, as long as you just squeeze on to the ball and, and don't get hit too hard, you'll be fine. Um, there's just there's a lot of things that help. And, and for the first time last week, it seemed like he wasn't terrified of running. And I'm now I'm like, hey, you did it. You're good. You protected yourself. You can do that. Do it moving forward. Just make sure, like I said, you're picking up yards. You're not running real hard and taking hits for, you know, one and a half yard gains. And avoid the hits when you can, mm-hmm. which he did. Yeah, nice 21-yard run the other day. I, I have one of my uh, fantasy apps. Yeah. tells me I get an update anytime one of my players has a 20-plus yard gain. Okay. And it's a two-quarterback league, and one of my one of my quarterbacks is Bryce. Oh, look at you! And uh, there's injuries involved. There's a Joe Burrow thing. It wasn't it wasn't by design. I'm sure. Um, but I got the update that said Bryce Young made a big play, 20 plus yard run, and I was like, I don't know how many of these I've gotten this year. <laughs> like, what? Wait a second, is there a glitch here? And I was and I had watched the game like and just news? and just watched him do the run, and I, I assumed it was like a 14 yard or something, just because I don't. I guess my brain doesn't even comprehend. The Panthers picking up 20-plus. If you would have told me the Miles Sanders 48-yarder was an 85-yarder, I think I would have believed you because it felt like he was running forever, mm-hmm. making guys miss like 30 yards downfield. Well, relative to their big plays this season, might as well have been That's an what 80, I mean. 80-yarder. When all you've seen is like four yards, six yards, negative two yards, you see a 48-yarder, you're like, he's been running for two and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like He just ran a half a mile. It just felt like forever. 
Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. We've seen $5. I think there are some shady tactics happening with some graphics being passed around online that make it look like it's 45 cents to get into the Panthers game. Yes. It could be Photoshop. It could be some kind of like, hey, you had 10 bucks off, so the price looks, Mm -hmm. you know, a $10.45 ticket looks like it's 45 seconds with the the discount. Um, But I will say, I'll put it this way. This is how bad things have gotten for the Panthers. Dennis, uh, you know, on social media, somebody sent it to him. Uh, the screenshot of the forty-five cent ticket for the Panthers game, and we spent a couple minutes looking to see if we could find where the forty-five cent <laughs> yeah. ticket was. So even if there's not a forty-five cent ticket, it's not so far outside the realm of possibility that we were like, "That's fake." We were like, "Really? Let's see if we can find it." Yeah. Really? Um, What's what site? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, if there's a forty-five cent ticket for the Chiefs, I'm like, "Oh, that's fake." Yeah. 45-cent ticket for the Panthers. Things are going so bad that I'm like, that might be real, mm-hmm. which says a lot. Um, now, we do have, like, you know, kind of confirmed $5 tickets available. Yes, I think some of them have been sold, but, yeah. They were there were available at points in time during the day. Some of them have been sold. Someone buying a $5 ticket. Hey, you know what? Probably a Falcons fan. Like, hey, we're in this thing. We're just get in the door. Uh, it's going to be raining, too. So we thought we'd Gross. play a game of things – that you couldn't afford for the price of a Panthers ticket. Mm. So $5. Yes. Uh, I looked it up. A Starbucks blonde vanilla. I'm not oh. a coffee person, so I don't exactly know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what it means But either. it's a regular-sized blonde vanilla is five twenty-five. dollars oh. That's one cup at Starbucks. Oh, okay. I tried to find, like, a peppermint something. They wanted me to sign up for... A whole bunch of different, uh, like, oh, to order that, you have to be a rewards member just to see the price, which tells me it's expensive. Well, that's how they get you. Yeah. So uh, so I did not sign up. But I did find the price of a blonde vanilla. It's five twenty five. What okay. do you got? Uh, a cookout tray, more than 5 bucks. Yeah. It used to be you can do a $5 bill with a cookout tray. Can't do that anymore. Cookout tray, more than 5 bucks. More look- than the price of a Panthers <laughs> ticket. I don't know why, but when we were looking for things that are more expensive than $5 that I thought we would be surprised by. One of the things that popped into my brain was a baseball. One singular baseball, Little League baseball, is $6. Really? Just one, like, when we were kids, like, you hit the fly ball into the parking lot and it, you can't find it? That That's more than a Panthers ticket. <laughs> Just like, oh, all right, Coach got, has one less in his bucket of balls now because we hit that one in the woods and can't find it. That's more than a Panthers ticket. Do you have any others? I've got one more. Oh, I've got a few more. All right, keep it going. Uh, just a, a matinee, matinee movie. <laughs> matinee movie more expensive than a Panthers ticket right now. Depends on the movie. I might I might rather. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously. I love going to the movie theater. I so really do. I. do. I'm a big fan. I, I don't get to go theater. as much anymore because I have a two-year-old. But as soon as he's willing to sit through an animated movie, I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, we're there. Yeah, introduce him to the popcorn, the whole the ma- the magic of it. What else you got? Uh, a 1997 Topps Tim Biaka Patuka card. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> well, it's a panther. Yeah, I mean, uh, still. 
And I feel like that's the one you might want because you know it's Timbiaka Patuka. Okay. It was it was like six dollars and twelve cents on whatever one of the card collecting sites. That's what I got. I could purchase a graphic novel. Oh, for way more than the pa- the price of a Panthers. Well, you could right find now. it like, if you wanted to find the right Bianca Patuka card. You could find one for hundreds, if not thousands. Well, yes. Probably same for graphic novels, right? Depends on the it. more yeah. rare and stuff. I've, it's kind of like comic book collecting, right? There's like well, yeah. special editions and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But yeah, just a, a standard normal. Like I'm going to buy a Batman graphic novel. More expensive than the Panther ticket. All right, what else you got? I've run through my three. Okay, you know what else is the same price right now as some Panthers tickets? That $5 DVD bin at Walmart. Like, could you imagine just going to Walmart? It's a $5 you're bin full of Panthers tickets. The, yeah, you're searching through. You're like, I, I've seen Home Alone. Oh, Section uh, 523. Okay. Let's go. Oh, oh, look at this. I forgot about this movie. The Hulk used to be uh, Edward Norton. And, and you just keep searching, and then all of a sudden there's a Panther ticket in there. Right. I've seen this one. They're going to lose. I know how this one ends. It was spoiled for me. Uh, I'm sure there are actually some other things in there as well. I Actually, I do have another one. Okay, go ahead. Because there is actually like a legitimate conversation about this I want to have. This is fun, so keep going. Okay. Depending on what you get, price of a Happy Meal. Yeah. More than the price of a Panther ticket. If you want that six-piece nugget, it's going to cost you more than five bucks. Probably like a, a stick of gum at the concession stand inside Bank of America. Oh, well, yeah. All right, here's the deal. This, what we just did, is a, is a fun conversation, right? It's all, Storm brews more expensive. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Seven fifty. Uh, is David Tepper going to realize, right? I feel like we give David Tepper the businessman title because he's a mm-hmm. billion, billion, billionaire, and he made a bunch of money in, in stocks and hedge, fund, hedge funds, excuse me, and, and all of those things. To be a good businessman of an NFL owner, you have to be a winning owner, right? That Like, the, like I know – that the resale ticket prices don't necessarily hit his pocket, right? Because they're they're already sold for whatever retail was, and now the flipping is is who's who's losing the money. But all I know is every time, like the the owner valuations come out, the the franchise valuations come out, and there's there's always a couple owners that are like, whoa, they made fifteen thousand times their investment over the last twelve years or whatever it is. And I know that's again an exaggeration. But the owners that always have the like the holy cow returns on their investment are the owners that bought a team and then won a lot, right? Like uh, the 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 Warriors, right? They they bought them, they win a bunch, they sell it for a bunch. Look at Canes here. The, uh, Canes, great example. Mm-hmm. Probably you know too good of an example. It was right under my nose and I didn't see it. If you buy a team and they win a bunch, the value goes up exponentially. So if if David Tepper wants to be seen as the good businessman of an NFL owner, if he wants those. Uh, you know, Mark Cuban bought it for two hundred and sixty million, and you know, just sold it for three billion or whatever it ends up being. Like, like if you want those types of returns, you have to win. Because you know what else Mark Cuban bought? A team that wasn't winning at all and brought a championship in like fifteen straight fifty win seasons to Dallas. Like the the way you build the value in your franchise at a higher rate than just the natural growing of of franchise values is win, win. Win, win. So to do that, you have to empower smart people and get out of their way. You have to hire football people and get out of their way. Or at least if you're in their way, be in their way as a sponge. Be in their way. Hey, explain to me why you did this. Hey, explain to me why you did that. What do we think we're going to do in the draft? Now explain to me why. An owner can do that. It's a problem when it's, hey, this is what we're doing in the draft. Let me tell you why. It's like, wait a second. This isn't hedge funds. This is football. This is what I do. This is not what you do. You bought the team. 
You hired me. Let me do me. That's what he has to learn. And then it becomes good business, right? Because if Panthers win a Super Bowl, I feel like should I, should I whisper that is to not anger uh, the, the football gods. If, if they win a Super Bowl, David Tepper just made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like like that that is the business side of it. You don't want to be the franchise with the $5 tickets on the resale market. I know you can st- you're still making money, but you make way more if you win. Right? Sometimes it's like, oh, just because you're making any. Yeah, but you could make more. Think about it like that. Be, be a business person. Maximize your profits. Mm-hmm. You may have, to, may have to spend some money to make some money now. May have to spend some money to make some money, but that's okay. That's completely okay. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 